You are listening to episode 453 of the 360 Vegas podcast. Check out the blog at 360vegaspodcast.com or send us an email at 360vegaspodcast at gmail.com. Get early and sometimes exclusive access to all things 360 Vegas, including 25 episodes of Vintage Vegas, 40 anti-up, and 77 Vegas cocktail videos, and lots more with a $7 per month subscription to Patreon. That's patreon.com slash 360vegas. Day after tomorrow, gentlemen, we'll be in Las Vegas. Welcome to Vegas. Las Vegas functions on a -a 24-hour-a-day schedule. The pools, the casino. Big volcano out in front. That's the Eiffel Tower. Bellagio. Riviera. The Mirage. Flamingo. Sahara. The MGM Grand. This isn't the real Caesars Palace, is it? Want to gamble? They always put the machines that pay off the most right in the front. Good luck. The Strip is just the most amazing stretch of road, I think, probably anywhere in the world. Kicking ass in Vegas. Vegas, baby. Vegas, baby. Welcome to Las Vegas. those situations where i'm so excited that that to be working on something vintage related and it's something we've never done before yeah but i can't tell you what it is yet (laughs) 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 it's like but it's like i want to oh my god it's gonna be fucking awesome it's definitely a change of pace for you i I will say that yeah something we've never done before on this show it's gonna be vintage related that's all i can tell you so far (laughs) he's so excited about it yeah yeah, you texted me about that this morning. You were you were very excited. So, and I'm excited for you and, and for the show to uh, to see that come to fruition. So, I'm looking forward to that. Yeah. And and we should say obviously this uh, the uh, dulcet tones of our friend Josh, uh, and not uh, not Tony. Um, Tony's having a little issue with power at his house. Uh, there were storms. They don't have any of yeah, it. they don't have any. <laughs> uh, there were storms that rolled through Michigan uh, yesterday as we record this and. Um, they weren't expecting to get their power turned on until hopefully tomorrow. So, A, that means Tony can't, you know, log on to Zoom or anything else to actually record. So thank you, Josh, for, for pinch hitting for us. Yes. Um, My pleasure. But don't feel too bad for Tony because what, what he and his lovely wife decided to do was to uh, go down to Detroit and spend uh, the weekend in the casinos down there. So, um, <laughs> Oh, darn. He'll, right. he'll be okay. <laughs> he'll be just, it's not like he's sitting around in the dark twiddling his thumbs and going, oh, I don't have any ice for my cocktails. Reading via candlelight. <laughs> right, exactly. So Stay strong, Tony. Stay yeah. strong. Yes, we hope we hope everything comes back online shortly. Yes. Or, or though maybe, you know, not until Sunday so you can stay the whole weekend. I don't know. But whatever, right. whichever way you want it to happen. It. They're not going to get like a like a uh, text message from their, their refrigerator. Hey, I'm working again. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. These days, there's These days, everything yeah. else. I don't know, maybe it's entirely do possible. That's yeah. right. Maybe they could check, like, their, if their um, security system has a camera on it, and all of a sudden, hey, the camera's working, then they know they can come back there home. There you go. I didn't think of that. <laughs> well, we wish Tony the best in Detroit, and good luck at the tables. Uh, let's start the show. He's Mark. She's Karen. I'm Josh. And as always, we start with Random Vegas. Silver Sevens deals live roulette again. That makes 67 casinos in the Las Vegas market that offer the game. There are 71 with table games. Of the four that don't deal roulette, three are small locals that only have blackjack. 
and the other is Main Street Station. We got that from at John underscore Mahaffey. You guys always got interesting little information. <laughs> yeah. I'm surprised Main Street Station doesn't have it. Agreed. Hmm. But uh, do they still have pitch? I don't think they got that anymore. Uh, I'm trying to remember. We were walking through there a couple weeks ago, and I don't remember seeing. I know they had a $5 table that it was jam-packed, right. but I don't think it was pitch. I don't know. I miss well, pitch. Tuscany is supposed to have table games coming back here any day now, and I wonder if they're going to have live roulette there as well included in those table games. Mm. Awesome. Well, let's check out the Twit Pick of the Week. Whenever we start talking about locations for 360 Vegas vacations, think of this picture from at just one one when we refer to the center strip. From the horseshoe to Aria, just disregard the MGM marquee as it doesn't serve our narrative. And as we all know, it's all about the narrative. <laughs> or maybe you don't, and, you know, just go with it. <laughs> but for the record, we consider South Strip to be Mandalay Bay uh, to Park MGM, and North is Cromwell to Palazzo. We expanded it beyond Mirage thanks to Flight Club's social darts experience, as I'm calling it. All seriousness, this is a great photo of Center Strip. It was more of a ramble than a monologue. <laughs> a little bit. More, more advertising for a future Vegas vacation. Right. <laughs> Explaining your mindset so people Like I said, it's a better. stream of conscious. All of these Twit Pick of the Weeks, it, it, it's whatever. I'm sure that's exactly what started it. was, um, like, wow, this, this is perfectly center strip right here. Well, except for that MGM thing. And then I just ran with it. <laughs> My favorite part is actually the crane because that's just so Vegas. Like, there's something always under something construction, always something under construction. new. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, since you don't have the roadway in the shot to show that construction, you, the crane. <laughs> that's the crane. true. Right. <laughs> well, as always, we will link to the photo on our blog, feature it on all our social media outlets such as Flickr, Pinterest, Facebook, and Twitter. Let's get into the news. to you by vegas near me if it's fun to do or see it's on vegas near me available free on android and iphone what makes vegas near me so special it's the most complete and accurate source for fun things to do and see in and around las vegas organized with over 17,000 businesses organized in a unique visual category system with over 300 categories far more complete and accurate than google yelp or in many cases the businesses own websites it has over 55,000 time-stamped and curated YouTube and podcast links so you can listen to and watch real-life experiences to learn about and choose fun things to do and see. Lastly, detailed place maps of all major Las Vegas resorts and other large places like shopping entertainment centers to show both the location of the business you're looking for and your location if you're nearby. In addition, the locations of nearby restrooms, parking, Taxi, valet, and ride-sharing pickup areas can also be displayed. Vegas Near Me is now available as a free app on both the Apple Apps and Google Play stores. If it's fun to do or see, it's on Vegas Near Me. Mark, tell us a little bit about 360 Vegas number one. For the record, we did not solicit this. We didn't submit our show for consideration. We didn't get voted on by the people, nor are we getting paid to report this news. We were informed we were on this list, and the research for validity began. <laughs> Feedspot is an RSS feed subscription service that allows people to keep track of their RSS feeds in one place. 
an RSS feed, for those who are unaware, is a URL that shows like ours used to transmit to all of you. News media and blogs use them too. It's how digital content gets delivered to people. Now, last week, we were informed that we landed number one on two of their lists, the best Vegas history podcast and the top Las Vegas podcast. Now, technically, we came in fourth on the top Las Vegas podcast, but when you consider the first two shows on the list are video games and sports related, and the third is a church podcast, that leaves us as the first show about Vegas news on the list, which means we're number one again. Let it go. We don't win a lot of things, so we're enjoying this one. <laughs> Even though I'm most proud of it, in the history category, we didn't have much competition, so it was kind of a lock. But the top podcast list was unexpected. I reached out to Feedspot to better understand how they came up with their rankings, and they informed me that their editorial team extensively searched on Google and social media websites to find the best podcasts and rank them based on several factors, including podcast content quality, episode consistency, age of the podcast, average number of shares on social sites, and your podcast episodes. Oh, of your podcast episodes. For your podcast episodes? You said four. That's what's written there. There you go. Traffic of your podcast and more. Now, we know any list is subject to interpretations and bias, but since this is an RSS feed program, logically they have the numbers to back up their rankings. Either way, it just feels good to be recognized. Congratulations to all those other shows that we were aware of, not the mega church or the video game podcast, <laughs> but the, the other ones that we're familiar with that got recognized. <laughs> We, we scrutinized this thing. This thing came out weeks ago. Yeah, and I when, when you first told me about it, I'm like, who the fuck is feed, the feed spot and how the hell did they come up with this list? <laughs> Tony's thing was like, they're just soliciting you to, to sign up for a service or do something. I'm like, I, I, I'm being skeptical, guys. I'm just sharing with you what I've already skeptically learned. And you guys, yeah. like, you guys were just like, no. <laughs> <laughs> well, the, the Vegas history one, made sense to me but my question again was well wait a minute how do they know because it's only the patreon stuff that has the history and how do they know like uh, but they all have premium content previews they do but so i mean that was part of the like my questioning behind it right. um no these guys are legit and just to translate because i i had to ask mark to clarify a couple times like an rss feed subscription service i'm like so this is where people go to listen to their podcast. And he goes, well, it's not just podcasts. It's also, you know, I, I forget blogs, what else. Yeah, agencies. blogs, music, whatever else. I'm like, okay, but that's like one spot that they go to listen to all this shit. And you go, yeah. I'm like, okay, we'll just call it the spot where you go to listen to all this shit. <laughs> so. It's a little more than a podcast player, Karen. Show some respect. That's why they go to listen to their shit. Well, they don't listen or, to it. Or read their sometimes shit. Sometimes they read it. An RSS feed can just whatever. be it. Whatever. <laughs> My goodness. Well, RSS. congratulations! Thank you. This sir. is awesome. Thank you. Um, and and well deserved. Um, like you know, like you said, uh, the history thing was kind of a lock, but uh, the news and being a podcast about Vegas, that's uh, that's impressive. And um, and again, congratulations! That's fantastic. Well Thank deserved. You. Thank you. And there were quite, there are quite a lot of other um, podcasts about Vegas that are listed on there. 
um, oh yeah we like, didn't when I started like, I actually started to try and put together a list of it but I'm like I'm being way too fucking subjective well and and we would we would inevitably leave somebody off that, right. that and, we know and, and didn't see at some point or whatever and you know cause some or hard we're feelings. unfamiliar with you know right. that, that yeah. are clearly on the list that doesn't you know I don't know every fucking Vegas podcast right. that exists so. so we didn't we didn't want to we didn't want anybody to feel left out so there will be a link on the blog you can go see the list and see where your favorite podcast rank correct okay all right so i have been getting over my fomo for the last month <laughs> tell us about the next one mark tell us about 360 vegas vacation 2024 we are ready to announce the first detail regarding our next 360 vegas vacation it will be called 360 no it'll be called 360 vegas vacation 14 yes in the Vegas tradition, we're skipping over 13, just like we skipped episode 13 of the podcast. Not out of any real superstition, just because it's an amusing Vegas idiosyncrasy. And we just felt that inevitably, someone would find something negative to blame on that Vegas vacation being 13. So we just cut that tumor out before it grew into a cancer. <laughs> <laughs> We still don't know most of the details, like when Vegas Vacation 14 will be, but expect it to be sometime between May and September. Oh, well, that narrows it down. Warm months. <laughs> Mark your calendars. <laughs> right, that's right. Just, just, just hold just those months. Just right? <laughs> <laughs> Just trying to help you prepare. <laughs> While the format will most likely remain the same, we haven't settled on any details except to say, assuming it remains a popular attraction, Flight Club will make a return to the itinerary. <laughs> Awesome. Looking forward to it. That reminds me that I did promise you to get you some dates, and I will do that when we're done here. So, Absolutely. I'm not missing this one. Okay. Mark, tell us a little bit more about uh, some of the F1 details that have come out recently. In a recent Hollywood Reporter article, it was clarified that the inconveniences being experienced by locals and tourists alike as a result of the preparations for F1 racing are only temporary. Once the infrastructure is built, it's just a matter of maintenance. For example... The road paving being done shouldn't need repaved for six years. It was also reiterated that what Las Vegas is doing to prepare for this race is unprecedented in development, preparation, and execution. The 3.8-mile raceway will run from Koval Lane to Sands Avenue, then down Las Vegas Boulevard to Harmon Avenue. A timeline was shared for the remaining road closures. For those of you interested, we'll have a link on the blog. Temporary automotive bridges were successfully tested out this week via an RTC double-decker bus. Three of these bridges are planned to be installed over the racetrack, allowing vehicular traffic to continue to both sides of the strip. Lastly, the New York Post is reporting that a venue fee, or that the venue fee, has been dramatically reduced to $50,000 per venue, as opposed to the $3 million previously threatened or suffer shutout via obstructions like barricades and lights placed in front of businesses who refuse to pay. This new revised fee is said to be much more in line with what the Super Bowl charges. How does, it, how does the Super Bowl charge for a fee? It's inside a stadium. Mm-hmm. I'm, just, I'm, I'm reporting. I'm sorry. Uh, I, didn't, I didn't speak excuse, excuse me for interrupting. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> the three-day race will be held from November 16th through the 18th and is expected to pull in 300,000 people. This just in. It's being reported that restaurants that don't have a view of the race and aren't holding viewing parties are charging food and beverage minimums just to eat during the race. Specifically, Bavette's at Park MGM is charging $225 per person food and beverage minimum. 
So if it isn't clear, if you aren't rich, they don't want you around during the race. Right. And the funny thing, well, okay, so number one, with the whole Bavette's thing, and I'm glad you added that on because I was going to mention it too. Um, and it was uh, our, our friend um, Vegas Confessions uh, podcast that, that tweeted it out with his reservation. Mm-hmm. It, it, you can easily spend 225 a person at Bavette's. Like, that shouldn't be a problem. The bigger issue is with Bavette's, and, and somebody, I'm stealing this because somebody on Twitter said it, you can't even see the person sitting next to you in Bavette's, let alone <laughs> what's going on on the racetrack. Right. So They're not even on the racetrack. No, they're nowhere close to it. That's what I mean. You can't see anything. You can't see yeah. any part of the race from there. But yet they're charging a food and beverage minimum. It's just yeah. it's so ridiculous. <clears throat> I, I, don't, I, I don't know that I have much to say on this other than I will be greatly surprised if they don't have to repave again in six years. Just, I mean... Just seeing how often they repave shit around here anyway. Right, yeah. I will be greatly surprised if it's another six. It's interesting now. Like, I was just on the strip today, and it's interesting. You can see one side of that road is clearly paved and ready to roll, while the other side is fuck off. Yep. It's like, no, 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 that's regular traffic. They can deal with what they got. My understanding is that they will have to resurface maybe once a year or so, but they won't have to do this full thing where they're, you know, they're taking three or four inches away from the road yeah, mm-hmm. and then repaving the whole thing. They, they shouldn't have to go to that length because this has been a, like a six month process or but something. Still, so repaving they won't have to is going to be a pain in the ass. Or resurfacing is still going to be a pain in the ass. Oh yeah. It may not take as long as it does now, but it's, it's still going to be an yeah. ongoing inconvenience. Right. Yeah, absolutely. I've decided that F1 is short for fuck everyone involved in this thing. <laughs> yes. I like it. Yes. Oh, what was the what was the phrase that you said, Scott? Just trademark. Scott uh, WTF one. <laughs> <laughs> I like that. That's a good one. All right, Mark, tell us about three hundred and sixty Vegas vacation and the Pinball Hall of Fame. We did another Patreon poll this week, asking you if you'd like to see the Pinball Hall of Fame as a featured event at a future three hundred and sixty Vegas vacation. After two days and in a very close race. The results were in, and 52% of you said, no, you don't want it as an event. Reasons cited were a lack of booze, as well as it not being a group activity, since pinball machines are typically two-player games at best. Thanks you to all who participated. You are helping to shape the show, as well as 360 Vegas Vacations. We did actually have a late uh, submission. Somebody said, oh, I missed the poll, but I would have voted for yes, which would have made it 50-50. Oh, wow. <laughs> yeah. Uh, that's that's how how polarizing this this idea was. Interesting. Yeah, I, I, I voted for for yes, and then I actually changed my vote to no after I thought about it for a moment because I I really like Pinball Hall of Fame, mm-hmm. but obviously yeah, no booze. But you know, an hour, maybe an hour and a half, and I'm I'm done there. Oh yeah, I'm, I'm ready to go. And and so I just don't think that it's worth the trip down there for 360 Vegas vacation to then have to leave. You know, not too long after that. Good point. I mean, it's definitely something. So if, even if it's not part of a Vegas vacation, I would highly encourage everybody. It's right there by the Welcome to Las Vegas sign. Right. So yeah. if you're going yeah, down yeah, there. Yeah, now it's easy to get to. Yeah, it's much easier to get to. So if you're heading down there anyway, stop in. You know, it's it's all a privately funded um, passion project. And it's really cool to see these old games that, by the way, they're charging to play a game. They charge what the game originally cost when it first came out. So when you're getting the old school pinball machines and that kind of stuff, they're a quarter. Mm-hmm. Now you get to some of the newer ones, it could be, you know, two bucks or something. But right, right. Um, it's it's really, and again, there's a nostalgia aspect of it for, you know, those of us that kind of grew up in a, a video game 
era. Yeah. So um, I highly recommend everybody going to check it out. And if you have kids, it's a fun thing to take them to. Yes. So Yeah. So done that a few times. And there's no charge for admission, if that wasn't clear. Like, you just, we've gone there, and we'll just hand each kid a $10 bill and run it to the change machine. And, okay, once you're bowl of quarters is gone then then we're we're done and they have a blast they even for the kids they even have little step stools that my kids were carrying around from machine to machine yeah that's cute i don't remember seeing those yeah it's really cool i mean you didn't need it so you weren't looking for them but yeah they have little like step stools for the kids to play that's awesome i'll make sure that in future trips they offer one up to you hey (laughs) i'm not that short all right, Mark, tell us about the bats in Gotham. All right, so i got to express my inner nerd and, and correct myself here because <laughs> it's been a pet peeve of mine for a while when people refer to New York as Gotham when it has always been the intent that Gotham was meant to represent Chicago and, and Metropolis was meant to represent New York, but I couldn't resist the opportunity for a lame Batman joke. Regardless, three families are suing MGM Resorts after a bat was found in their room. One of the family members woke up to the sound of the bat trapped in the curtains and killed it with a shoe, then put its tiny corpse in a cup and placed it in a nearby stairwell before calling down and informing the front desk of the situation. The family is suing, claiming New York, New York did not properly test the bat to see if it had rabies before discarding it, causing the families to have to get painful preemptive treatment for rabies. The families are suing for $15,000 in damage. That is insanely reasonable. <laughs> I mean, I, I I will give them credit that they're not suing for you know three million like a lot of other people are for right. pain and suffering and whatever else. But PTSD. I, I, I didn't realize that they woke up to the bat in the room. How the fuck did the bat get in the room? Right. Well, it was sleeping during the day, so. But still, how did it get in the room? I don't know. And the fact that they killed it, number one. Yeah, I wouldn't fuck with a bat. <laughs> No, and it doesn't sound like any of them were bitten, and that's the only reason that you would need a rabies treatment is if somebody was bitten by the bat. You don't, you don't get it from just yeah. being in the vicinity and having breathing the same air as the bat. <laughs> it sounds like the kind of ignorance that people had with AIDS back it, in the day. Exactly, like you couldn't be around anyone. <laughs> or, oh, I might get AIDS. Like one, that's not how it works at no. all. <laughs> well, and and then again, okay, so they killed it. They didn't report that they were bit. They put it in a glass in the stairwell. Why do all of that if it's already dead? Yeah, right? Wouldn't you throw it away? Well, I guess you don't want its corpse laying in your trash can. Well, no, and they needed to report it, but I mean, why? Yeah, there there are many questionable actions here, Karen. These people don't deserve the money. (laughs) No, he didn't get bit by the bat. Yeah. I mean, I think, I think honestly, you forego the opportunity to get powers. I, so. I <laughs> no, that's those are spiders. <laughs> oh, spiders! That's right. Um, I honestly, I think that the the pain and suffering from getting the rabies treatment is kind of what they deserved. A for killing the bat, and then B for filing <laughs> for filing this stupid lawsuit. Well, no, bats are protected. They're, it's illegal to kill them. Shut up. Yeah, no, because they're li- like a huge part of the ecosystem. You can't. They're what like what they do for killing bugs. I don't know about that. No, they are. They're illegal. It's illegal they're to protected. kill a bat. It's yes, a, it's illegal to kill a bat. Yes, all in, bats in Nevada. Yes, in, oh. oh, just in the state of Nevada. Well, I don't know about other states, but I know Nevada is. I gotta Google this. <laughs> no, I'm not doing it now, but I'll do it later. <laughs> Make yourself a note. I just want to add as kind of a tangent thing that I'm rewatching The Office for like the fourth time, and I just got to the episode where the bat, bat was is. in the office, and then. Meredith got bit by the bat and everything. So this is all quite timely. <laughs> I am a hero. 
All right, Mark, tell us about the Delano Forgery Lab. A five-time convicted felon was found in a Mandalay Bay hotel room. Well, that never, that's, you never wanted a sentence to start off that way, do you? <laughs> Anymore. <laughs> no. Specifically Delano. I don't know, Delano. I always do that. With what is being described as a forgery lab with card printers, blank checks, stolen credit cards, and other materials allegedly used in such crimes. The operation was foiled after security was informed that the credit card on file to reserve the room did not match the accused's name. While security waited for police to arrive, the accused showed up with a laptop bag complaining he'd been locked out of his room. At that time, security detained him, at which time it was discovered that the felon was carrying a gun on him. No word if the accused was able to make bail, but his preliminary hearing is scheduled for February of... What? February 2015. No, February 15th. 2024, <laughs> clearly. That's a long way out. Yeah. I, I I thought this was a stupid news story when I what saw is, it. What is with Mandalay Bay attracting the criminally... Don't, don't start. You're the one that never wants to bring that up, so don't start with it. Oh, I'm just, I'm mocking the criminally insane, Karen. Speaking, speaking oh. of criminal, a huge a headline here. Bats are protected in Nevada, and they should not be lethally removed unless instructed by an NDOW representative. Oh, so they should file a countersuit on them. <laughs> Boom. Yeah, the state should go after him. Right. Give them a fine of 15000 A $15,000. <laughs> That's awesome. All right, Mark, tell us about stripwalking.com. This is not a paid advertisement, although I will admit the gentleman behind this site did give me some unsolicited but appreciated swag. I saw it. It's awesome. (laughs) Yes. Regardless, we are reporting on them because of how cool what they offer is. Those of you jonesing for some Vegas have no doubt indulged in the various videos of people walking around Las Vegas on YouTube. However, stripwalking.com is the only one that we've come across that gives you the ability to create a custom route to follow along with. Unlike many of those other Vegas walking tours, here you can see how to get to places inside of properties like Secret Pizza, various monorail stations, and a ton more. Currently, not featured, but are coming soon, include tours of properties North Strip like Encore, Resorts World, Sahara, Stratosphere, and Fremont Street, to name a few. They also have some pretty sweet merchandise, including shirts that replicate the felt on a craps table, a roulette table, and the dashboard view of a Dragon Link slot. Again, <laughs> that is stripwalking.com. You can thank me later. <laughs> it's really cool. So what these guys have created, Mark sent me this link a few days ago, and what these guys have created is, is incredible. Um, it's like on a personal note, Back in February, when I was in town for the half marathon, I was telling my wife, hey, if you want to watch me run a few different spots on the route, this is actually the perfect place to do that. It's really easy to get around. But she is terrified of getting lost in <laughs> Vegas. Uh, Karen, I think you've said that like Mark gets lost everywhere except in a casino, and yes. you're the one who kind of gets a little bit more lost. Yeah. yeah. So, so that's her. She, she is not the person who I can say, hey, meet me at such and such place you know, after you wake up or whatever and, and she can find her way there. She just, she's not comfortable with that. And so for me to show her the places that she could see me running, I had to <laughs> the day before walk her along the route and show her, okay, here's how you're going to take this. Here's how you're going to go to here. Here's how you're going to get from this place to this place. This site would have taken all of that away. 
and you can choose okay i want to you can choose a start point and an end point you can choose waypoints and you can tell it if you want to take the monorail or not in the route planning you can tell it if you want to take the trams uh the two different mgm trams and and even the the tram between um Mirage and Treasure Island. So you can incorporate that into your planning. It's really cool. Mm-hmm. So you could use it for like practical reasons. Hey, this is how I'm going to get from here to here. And you can use it just because, you know, you want to, you're missing Vegas and you want to watch something where you're moving around through the, through the properties or whatever. Check it out. Tripwalking.com. Yeah. Yeah. There, there's a ton of work that these guys have put into this. Um, and I don't know if they do it mostly because they love it. They love it. But it's a really cool. It's they've got other places on there that aren't Vegas. Like they've got a Disneyland one. They've got a oh really a okay Omaha Zoo. I think probably not on the strip walking website. Probably a different website. No, no, it's still strip walking. Oh really? Com, but they have Las Vegas strip walking. Oh, okay. The Disneyland one is just lines. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> hours, hours of lines. <laughs> All right, Mark, let's talk about the Win Resort's future. WinBet is shutting down most of its operations outside of Nevada, electing to refocus its spending on retail casinos. The move comes as Win Resorts seem to be continuing to progress in the market. That said, they are still fetching the highest average hotel room uh, rate in Las Vegas at $462 per night. Rates that could spur Win to expand into the new Frontier site and finally build Win West or some version of the last concept when announced as head of Wynn Resorts before his self-implosion resulting in his stepping down at the head of the company uh, in the wake of multiple allegations of sexual misconduct. You just had to get that dig in there one more time, didn't you? Uh, you know what? I try to be fair because I, I, I to your point, like I, I, I gloss over that in, um, in his vintage, mm-hmm. but at the same time, I'm like, listen, I can still look up to this guy and still know that he's a piece of shit monster. Right. You know, I, I, I can live in this duality. I, I don't have a choice. You know, I, I, I admire what, it, what he did, and I still find him to be a demon. So when you say they're regressing in the market, what, what does that? Uh, yeah, as I was reading it, I was like, yeah, that, that didn't really hit where I wanted it to hit. In the online market, they are, they are basically bailing. Oh, okay. Got uh, it. Yeah. So wait, they're not going to continue that? Isn't there a Win app that everybody's getting all these free comp rooms yep, that, and stuff? Well, on? I think Win Bet is more for their sports stuff, right? Um, right, right. But uh, that's the thing that's going away. Okay. Yeah. So, so the other one, whatever their slot game is, that's online is still going strong. Right. Okay. Currently. Just, just wanted to clarify. Yep. And I, I, to me, this makes sense because, you know, Win separates itself from the pack through kind of luxury experience and how do you have a luxury experience on a sports betting app right right like it just it just doesn't really it's not exactly on brand for them so all right well let's get into prop bets for those of you unfamiliar prop bets is an extension of the news but with just bits and pieces of noteworthy items all right at travel w fligster is reporting that cosmopolitan will start charging hotel guests for self-parking september 20th 2023 now locals will still receive three hours of free parking with a nevada driver's license and motorcycles and two-wheeled vehicles are exempt from parking fees did you know that no that's wild to me LasVegasPins.com is another one of those brilliant ideas that you'll find yourself surprised wasn't already a thing in the market. Well, it is now. 
Thanks to LasVegasPins.com, we now have Disney-quality collectible enamel pins featuring iconic Vegas. The ever-expanding collection includes pins of Vegas Vic with a moving arm, Vegas Vicky with a kicking leg, the Tangiers, Fremont, Excalibur, Sands, and of course, the Welcome to Fabulous Las Vegas sign. These are just some of the options available, starting as low as $8 a piece. 360 Vegas listeners can drop that price another 15 to 20%. New customers can use the promo code 360 to save one time 20%, and returning customers can use 360 Vegas for 15% off. Just go to LasVegasPins.com or go to our blog, 360VegasPodcast.com, and click on the banner ad for LasVegasPins.com. I, this just angers me. I know it does. It, it, it's it's MGM like taking the first step to fucking it up. So basically what they're saying is, if you have to drive to our casino, we don't want you to stay here, so we're going to charge you for parking. But if you're flying in and just catch a cab, hey, no problem. It's, it's bullshit. It's oh, fucking MGM. <laughs> but ask me again how I really feel about it. <laughs> I, I get, you know, charging for parking because you don't want to be that place where people go into see games or whatever or parking. But hotel guests is... Right? That's the thing. You're, they're staying in your hotel. You're already charging them a resort yeah. fee on top of the yeah. room, and now you're going to charge them for parking. Right. And as a person who drives in and doesn't fly in... That's what I'm like saying. I feel Cosmo like doesn't want you out. there. Nope. They basically said, nope, we don't, we don't want you here. Or if, we're gonna, if you're going to drive here, we're going to punish you for it. I'm sorry. That's yeah, me. I turn, was angry. Yeah. Uh, My Asia from James Beard award-winning chef Martin Yen has closed at Horseshoe after being at the property for only five months. A person claiming to be the contractor on the project said they did not pay their construction costs. He went on to say, this is how they do it in Vegas. Build with free financing, open up and hope to make enough money to them or money for them to pay for the restaurant. I was, uh, yeah. I mean, with Martin Yan, I am. I used to watch his show. So he had the the show on PBS, probably called Yan Can Cook. Um, And I was interested. (laughs) Yeah. Well, and again, I remember this when I was a kid. So he's been doing this for a while. Um, And he was, you know, he was demonstrating, I think, Chinese cuisine, which was not all that common back then. Um, but I, I was actually looking forward to trying this at some point, and apparently I should should have gotten off my ass to do it because I can't believe after Vegas. only five months it's closed. That's insane. You know you got to jump on this shit. It's yeah. Vegas. And to think they took out the taqueria, or ta- yeah, ta- taqueria? Is that how you I can't say remember it? what it was. I, it's the taco place. It was, yeah, I think it, it was, yeah, was the Mexican place it was in there, which was a was wonderful really late good. night go-to. Yes, it was. Uh, that was always yummy Many and nights fast. that we ended up there. Oh, yes. Many <laughs> nights. And now they have another empty space again. I'll tell you what. I've not been impressed with the food options they're putting in there because we, again, went to Jack Binion Steakhouse and did not have a good experience at that all. so disappointing. And now this restaurant closes after five months. Yeah. It's not looking good. Yeah. Revive, the IV therapy business with multiple locations in Las Vegas, including MGM Grand and Cosmopolitan, is apparently struggling in their location in Palazzo. At James in Las Vegas shared a a notice posted on the door of the location stating the tenant was over $165,000 past due in rent and as a result had been locked out of the location. Wow. Sounds like a lot. Yeah, especially considering how much they charge. Although, isn't it a... We passed it, I think, when we were going to Flight Club. 
and that section, so it's kind of the, the north section of the mm-hmm. uh, canal shops, ever since they took that escalator out oh, yeah. that went right up from the casino floor to there, it's A, a pain in the ass to get to yep. if you don't know how to get there, yep. and B, it's like a fucking maze. I miss those escalators. So do I. I mean, they made it so much easier. So I guess the location is what I'm saying. It's not like like the one at Cosmo. You're walking right oh, by out to the bridge. Thing, huh? I said you can't miss that No. One. I mean, it, it's a perfect yeah. location because it's right there. And I feel like even the one at MGM Grand... No, but that's further back, like if you're walking towards the yep. parking garage, right? Towards the monorail. Or the monorail. Uh, yeah, it's back that that way. But yeah, the, the location, I think, in, in the canal shops is just not good. Mm-hmm. Lisa Vanderpump is planning a third restaurant in Vegas, this one located in Flamingo. Uh, development of this space is said to call for a facade update, a.k.a. outdoor patio. Where is this going? I don't know. I was trying to get a get a hint as to where it was going when uh, when I was out today, but they, they haven't started anything yet, or at least mm-hmm. they have nothing that that tells where this is going to be located. Interesting. You think maybe the old buffet space because that has a spot that could have an outdoor patio? Oh, I didn't think of that. And buffets are kind of out. D- didn't they? I thought they used part of that buffet space already for something. I don't think so. Okay. Yeah, I think that would be a huge space. Yeah. So I'm assuming she's not going to take the whole thing. I wouldn't think. I like the slow decline in the properties that she's choosing. Like she started at Caesars <laughs> and then Paris <laughs> and now we're at Flamingo. I, and you know, the, the funny thing is, is they're known for their cocktails. And when we ate at um, the one in Paris, the cocktails were mediocre at best. Yeah, I mean, really. a couple of them were just downright not good. Yeah. And the food was really good. Yep. So, I don't know. They, I think they're... They, they, she might be forgetting what she's supposedly good at. But Stay in your lane. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> oh, of oh, course you got me another good it's, one It's here. your favorite subject. It is. It is being reported that Oakland Athletics ownership has hired Mortensen McCarthy as its construction manager for the team's proposed $1.5 billion stadium on the Tropicana site. Major League Baseball has still yet to approve the move to Las Vegas, although the application for relocation has finally been submitted. Mortensen McCarthy is the company that built the $2 billion Allegiant Stadium, home of the Raiders. These owners are just terrible. Just hire whoever you want. Doesn't mean it's going to fucking happen. Move on. I don't want to talk about it. (laughs) Tuesday night, Bellagio's exterior lighting was not turned on. No word if this was a dramatic cost-cutting measure or if Clark County, or if Clark forgot to turn on the power switch in the garage. God damn, that would have been funnier. (laughs) If you would have gotten it right. fumbled it. (laughs) Whiffed it. (laughs) I got so excited. It was coming right down the pipe. Like, oh, I'm going to crush this thing. I'm laughing in my head. Like, I'm picturing somebody flipping a switch somewhere and then the hallelujah chorus. (laughs) Exactly. Well, good. Then it then it inspired what Mark was hoping it would inspire. Yes. Uh, yes. And the puppies make a, make an appearance on the show. Yeah. They decided it's too hot to play outside, so they're playing inside. Yes. <laughs> it's being reported that one guest won 10 slot jackpots in two days, totaling approximately $2 million at Caesars Palace. Rumor is the player was still down for the trip. <laughs> <laughs> Let's not bury the, the true lead. <laughs> the RJ is reporting from a recent uh, MSG Sphere earnings call that when people start experiencing the venue, they will be introduced to the technology that went into it via robots and holographs. 
That sounds cool. Yay. Mm. Still not interested. What? Nope. Not interested at all. No. no I don't buy I have that. All the pictures that I, I'm even seeing inside this thing, I'm like, so I'm going to be staring up at gigantic video screens the entire time. Well, the good news for you guys is that I'm seeing the fifth U2 show there in October, and oh, I will good. report back on what it's like inside. Nice. Awesome. Congratulations. Yeah. Plaza announced plans to build a new side entrance, but no word exactly where that will be located. On the side? On the, yeah, somewhere on the side. Monsoonal weather flooded the strip this week, causing multiple properties to have to deal with leaking ceilings, including Paris and Harrah's. And a couple dirty people got big-time baths. <laughs> didn't they say there was like three people that got caught up in it? Went for a ride? I don't know. I, yeah. I didn't hear that part. Yeah. And also Top Golf and this fl- um, had, Top a leak. Golf had a leak. And I thought Planet Hollywood, part of their ceiling collapsed too. Well, I didn't name everybody that <laughs> had leaks. So Many of them did. I remember seeing Harrah's and it was the section where um, where Buck and Winnie were. Yeah. Like yep. That's, yeah. That was. brand new roof collapsed over them. So. Right. Buck and Winnie's revenge. <laughs> right. <Yes>. Scott <laughs> And so this, to me, I've seen more about this, that, and there was two separate nights this last week that it happened than anything on, like, Sunday night. So it was like the hurricane didn't do as oh, much. Oh, it was nothing. No. Yeah. Although it, it did cause a significant amount of damage up in, in the mountains. So, right, yeah. yeah, that's true. Lee Canyon, where we go skiing, you know, they, they have a summer season where they have bike trails and, and you can ride the chairlifts up and everything else. Um, they were showing pictures where, because there was so much water that it caused like rock and landslides, the ski lift, like the base of it where you get on, was half of it was completely covered in rocks. Mm-hmm. So, wow. they've closed down for the rest of the summer season and are working to clean up before they get into the winter ski season so hopefully you know not a lot of damage there for them to take care of it was announced that paid parking at venetian and palazzo will begin on august 29th burn street parade is a new bar restaurant and club opening at the grand bazaar shops at horseshoe this fall it will have a live new orleans second line parade every 90 minutes with a live band encouraging people to fall in line that sounds like that would be horrible for you. But, I mean, can you imagine how fucking loud that's going to be? If you're in that restaurant or that lounge or bar or whatever the shit is. And you have a live band going, yeah, it's going to be loud. Around, yeah. It's going to be loud. But, it, like, it, it's very New Orleans because they have live band and tiny little bars down there. And, you know, second lines are a New Orleans staple, so. Yeah. Downtown Grand also announced that they are getting a jazz and blues bar. No word when it will open in the property. In a new deal with NV Energy, the Sphere will use solar energy to power 70% of the energy used to power the nightly light shows. Exactly. Sorry, we carried over to the next page. Exactly how much energy that would be was redacted from the filing. All I could think of is 1.21 gigawatts. Nice Plans time. are to be the most environmentally sustainable entertainment venues ever built. They're, they're already in talk. This reminds me of City Center when they were coming up with City Center North and, and like City Center was going to revolutionize the market. And that's what like they're already talking about new venues that they're, they're going to open up. Oh, we're looking at a smaller venue version of the Sphere in England. I'm like, why don't we just slow the fuck down? Yeah, let's see if this one works first. <laughs> yeah. 
A man suffered a gunshot wound on the horse, horseshoe gaming floor in what is believed to be an attempted suicide. Vital Vegas reports that about one visitor a week commits suicide in Las Vegas hotels, and it is never reported by local news. Yeah, this one they, they couldn't miss because it was on the gaming floor. Right. I've always wondered how you can attempt suicide with a gun and fail. Uh, that's a great question. Yeah. <laughs> like, you're bad at everything. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I'm not going, I'm not touching that one. <laughs> the outcome of this explains so many things. <laughs> it's a microcosm of your existence. <laughs> Okay, we're terrible people. Yes. That's it for news and prop bets. Let's move on to coming attractions. Attractions brought to you by Vegas.com is the portion of the show where we share with you acts and artists outside of the usual residencies that will be performing in Vegas in the future. First up, Puddle of Mud is performing at Brooklyn Bowl Saturday, September 2nd. Shows start at 7 p.m. Tickets start at $33. A Flock of Seagulls is performing at Brooklyn Bowl on Friday, September 8th. Shows start at 7 p.m. and tickets start at $30. I didn't mean for those to be such polar opposites, but they really are. <laughs> they are. <laughs> and let's keep that trend going. Clay Walker is performing at the Pearl at Palms Friday, December 9th. Show starts at 9 p.m. Tickets start at $45. Is, wait, Clay Walker? Is that the American Idol guy? No, it's a country music. Oh, center. okay. Something for everybody. Yeah, there you go. The Far Side is performing at Brooklyn Bowl Wednesday, September 27th. Shows start at 7.30 p.m. Tickets start at $30. Good Lord, did you just, like, Brooklyn Bowl just came out with all these announcements? You decided to toss them all in here? No, I just finally checked their side again. Okay. I'm like, oh, oops. Corey Taylor of Slipknot and Stone Sour fame is performing at Brooklyn Bowl on Friday, September 29th. Shows start at 6 p.m. and tickets start at $35. Motionless and White are performing at the theater at Virgin, formerly known as the Joiner Hard Rock. It's a way better name. Saturday, September 30th. Show starts at 7 p.m. Tickets start at $40. I knew you had to put that one in there. Oh, I'm heartbroken over that. What? I said I'm heartbroken over that one. You're not going for 40 bucks? Well, first of all, I would need someone to go with. I'm not opposed. Mm, we'll talk about it. Okay. And finally, Babyface is performing at Pearl at Palms Friday, October 13th. Show starts at 8 p.m. Tickets start at $65. Don't forget, you can find links to purchase tickets to these and all the other artists we report on our coming attractions calendar on the blog. Let's check the river. Five communal cards you get in a game of Texas Hold'em, the river can have anything turn up. So is our river segment. This week we have a 360 FHE. A 360 FHE is our opportunity to go out and explore the ever-changing landscape of Las Vegas and share that experience with you. So this week you two went out and explored Scotch 80 Prime 
uh, for the first time since the new owners took over. So tell us about your firsthand experience. Yeah, there's not a ton that, that has changed, if anything. No. Um, we just really wanted to, to reiterate to people that this is just as good as it was the first time that we had, we had gone there, if not better. Yeah. Yeah, so we, we had a, um, a friend in town that had never been there, and when I kind of asked him, I'm like, hey, you want to go eat someplace? And he's like, well, you guys have talked about Scotch 80 and haven't been there. I'm like, okay, Scotch 80 it is. Um, service was fantastic as always. Oh, yeah. Um, their little, whatever, the little bread roll thing they bring out is good, and the butter was not frozen solid, which I'm always happy about. Right. Um, <laughs> Helpful. I think I, we, I split a Caesar, uh, which was delicious. And they brought it out for you split. That was cool. Yeah, they split it for us. Yeah. Because we mentioned that we were going to be sharing. And then um, I think we all got fillet. Well, no, you two got fillets and I got the rib, rib cap. Mm-hmm. Um, and then we skipped on dessert because we were so full. But yeah. very funny story. Um, so our, our friend, I don't think he'd mind if I said his name, right? I don't think so. Okay. So a uh, friend of the show, Todd Goddess, uh, was in town and... Todd, he and I talk about food and wine. He is extremely knowledgeable about, especially French wines. And we were also talking kitchen remodels because he he did one in his house and blew it out and it's gorgeous. So he had to stop over and see mine. Um, But I was letting him pick the wine and all of a sudden he went (gasps) and like brought his hand up to his mouth with like this expression on his face. And I'm like, okay, I'm assuming that's a good thing. They had on the menu... The, the very first French wine that he had that really got him into wines. And he has not been able to find it. He's been looking for it all over the place. It wasn't the exact same year, but it was a it was a good year. And he was like, I have to get that. I have to get it. So it was delicious. It was absolutely fantastic. And it was just, it was just a fun experience because he was, you know, reminiscing about the first time he, he tried it and how he really got into wines. And now he's studying all of them. So it was just, it was a lot of fun. It was a good time to hang out with them. Definitely. And I, I would recommend Scotch 80 Prime. They have a, if I if I thought I could have eaten more, they have a corn and crab bisque soup that is just amazing. And I saw that on the menu and I forgot about it. I was like, oh, there's no way I can eat all of this. So we just, I stuck with the Caesar, but yeah. highly recommend it. Mark? Anything to add on Scotch Eddie Prime? No, I, I was the fact that it that it replicated its previous experiences is really what I was like. We got to make sure to tell people that because a lot of people can't measure up to, especially their first impression. Well, yeah. and I would say this: the the staff is amazing too. We we got into a, just just in in they're the perfect amount of time to you know converse when you when you wanted to and out of your way when when you didn't. And I don't oh, I don't have his card in front yeah, of me. I don't Shoot, his name either. Um, but our, our waiter was was chatting awesome. with Todd about you know, wines and different places and where they come from. And then because we're locals, we were talking about, you know, other restaurants to go to and places like local places to try and this kind of stuff. So it, it, it just and Mark normally hates it when, you know, the wait staff is, is hanging around talking at the table. But I mean, this guy was just it was so cool and laid back. It was just a really fun experience. So mm-hmm. highly again, highly recommend Scotch 80 Prime. Agreed. Excellent. Excellent. All right. Next up, we have some listener feedback and we have an email from excellent friend of the show and 360 Vegas vacation attendee, Mr. Tim Kennedy. All right. So Tim writes, hello, 360 team. As always, thank you for continuing to host this event. It never disappoints. Except when the hosts don't show up to a scheduled event. (laughs) Oh, and Tony's not even here to hear that. Oh, goodness. 
Poor it's Tony. It's going to sting when he's listening to it. It is going to sting a little bit. <laughs> I'm sure he will have a, an angry message to send it to him. <laughs> I know, right? That's how we'll <laughs> kick off the next week's show. <laughs> <laughs> I decided to start the trip on Saturday, so if there were any issues with travel, I would not have to sweat it. Flight delayed out of Chicago by 40 minutes, just long enough to put my dinner reservation at Oscars at risk. Dinner reservation was at 6.30. I have been there before. I had high hopes for the trip as everything went right after I landed. Flight lands at 4.55. I did not check a bag. Smart. Yes. There was no cab line. The cab driver was trying out for F1 or something because he was flying. <laughs> nice. I did not even ask him to hurry. Red lights be damned. Yeah, welcome to Vegas. Right. Got to the horseshoe at 525. Diamond check-in, no line. Sweet. Unpack, washed up, changed my shirt, called an Uber. Got in the Uber at 555. He dropped wow. me off in He's front of the plaza at 625. Nice. Yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah, sir. 6.30 reservation. He just made that. Yeah. All that in 90 minutes. That's that's absolutely impressive. I'm surprised yeah. that it took a half an hour for the Uber. Although that, yeah, probably with the construction still. But even on a Saturday. I don't know. Anyway. Oscars. Reservation for one. I wanted to sit in the dining room to get the full experience. I don't mind eating alone in a restaurant. But as I was waiting for my table, I saw some spots open up at the bar. So I sat at the bar. Dinner was great. I had to send back my steak due to it still mooing. Oh, jeez. But the second <laughs> attempt was perfect. There you go. <laughs> A couple of nice glasses of wine. Great service. I would recommend. Well, I'm sorry you didn't get the full experience. But yeah, sitting at the bar, I, I have no problem. I love sitting at the bar. You know, sitting at the, as a, a single person, I can go sit at the bar and, and eat by myself. And I have no qualms about it. Mm, Doing yep. it in the restaurant's a little more awkward. I mean, it's still doable. I've done it before, but um, usually when I was traveling. But mm -hmm. yeah. Uh, headed down to Sand Dollar for some video poker and a couple of high-octane beers. Then took a walk to the D. More video poker at the long bar and more beer. Getting a little wobbly. <laughs> Went up to Bar Canada and ran into Karen, Mark, and Alistair. Mark and Karen headed out. I did not take offense. <laughs> <laughs> oh shit, Tim's here. Yeah, uh, something came up. Right. <laughs> no, I think we were we were pretty tuckered at that I'm point, Tim. Sure we I'm glad you did not take offense because we did not mean any. No. I think I had a nice conversation with Alistair. I was a little blurry at this point. <laughs> Uber back to the horseshoe. No late night video poker for me. I tend to get overserved on the first night, so it was right to bed. <laughs> that tends to happen. You're so excited being in bed, and then it's yeah, you know, coming from Chicago, it's a two hour time difference, and. Yeah, that happens. Yeah. On Sunday, I was looking to expand my chip collection, so I wanted to hit some casinos on the outskirts. I headed to the Sun Coast for breakfast and some blackjack. Hit a slot for $400 on the way out, made up for the blackjack losses. Nice. Then went to Red Rock for some Ultimate Texas Hold'em. Hmm. I like that casino. Great dealers. Played for a couple of hours, uh, a little... Uh, sorry. Played for a couple of hours, up a little at the end. Nice. Always a winning session. Yes. Back to the shoe to rest up for the meet and greet at the D. I got there a little early, held off on drinking until people showed up. <laughs> I did or, at least, or at least that's all we can speak to. Right. I did not want a repeat of the previous night. <laughs> Great meetup. Nice to see everyone and got to meet some new folks. Fun as always. 
We headed over to downtown Grand. I was not fast enough to get on the craps table, so me, Ed, Scott, and Sean got on a $10 blackjack table, and we had our own fun. Great drink service and fun dealers. Then we headed to Circa and ate at 8 East, my first time there. Fried rice, Vital Vegas style. You know the drill. It was very good. Awesome. I still haven't had it Vital Vegas style. I just yeah. refuse out of principle. <laughs> <laughs> and, and more to just annoy Scott than anything else. <laughs> Scott, Sean, and I then stepped up to a $15 craps table, and I had a nice run. Best craps session I have had in a while. Up 500 bucks. Well done. We grabbed an Uber back to the shoe. I did play some late night video poker. Still no royal. Drunk and bed. <laughs> I love that at the end of his day. <laughs> it's, it's, I like that some people are starting to just, instead of being overly descriptive with their words, they're like, drinking, <laughs> video poker, drunk, bed. Like, okay, got it. <laughs> Monday. I met Scott and Sean at Ellis Island for some $9.99 steak and eggs. Very nice piece of steak for $9.99. I recommend. We Ubered over to Palazzo. At this point, I would like to stop the report to agree with Tony. Fuck F1. Yes. <laughs> we got stuck in the same strip traffic. We bailed out in front of Casino Royale and walked the rest of the way. Well, no offense. Your Uber shouldn't have gone to the strip. If he was picking you up at uh, fucking Ellis Island, you should have done the back roads. Yeah. Ugh, bullshit. Um, we still got there on time. Flight Club was a blast. You guys covered it very well in your last episode, so I won't go into detail. I will apologize for missing the group picture. I had to do the Irish exit. I walked back to the horseshoe because I had a 4.30 reservation at Jack Binion's. I wanted to use my Caesars Diamond $100 celebration dinner and wanted to make sure I had dinner before the meetup at BrewDog. Mm, Sometimes I forget to eat when I am in Vegas. Yeah, yeah that, that, that happens. Yeah. Yeah. I walked down to BrewDog in the rain and did not mind. I think that is the only, the second time it has ever rained while I was in Vegas. It wasn't, I mean, it was sprinkling. It was drizzling. It, it, it wasn't, yeah, it wasn't a, it wasn't a, a, a deluge like we get on occasion. Right. Brewdog was great. I need to go back when it's not raining. Yeah, I agreed. Then me, Matt, Tony, drunk Tony, and someone else I can't remember headed over <laughs> to Park MGM. Some other guy. <laughs> There was something else there. I can't remember who it was. So it sounds like Tony wasn't the only one that was drunk. All right. <laughs> we sat down at an empty pie gow table. Now, pie gow is not my game. Tony, drunk Tony, and the dealer helped me get the hang of it. Finished up 35 bucks. Nice. That's not bad. No, that's no. not pie bad. Because the point of pie gow is to finish even and get very drunk. Right. Mm -hmm. So you did well. I was going to say, the, the couple of times that I've played it, because everyone keeps telling me it's like push, push, win, push, push, win, push, push, lose. And it basically, you, you kind of even out. Every time I play, it's like lose, lose, push, lose, lose, push. So I, I have not had a good run with it, although I like the game. Yeah. So Tim Lawson has a story because you, Tim Lawson's a big pie gal guy, mm -hmm. and he has a story about the first time he convinced his wife to play pie gal because he's like, don't worry, we're just going to push and push. And they sat down with like, you know, a, a, a bankroll limit. And within, I don't know, 10 minutes or so, like it was all gone. Wow. <laughs> so just had a terrible run. <laughs> that's, that's not a good first introduction. No, no, it's no. not. Uh, walk back to the shoe uh, for some late night video poker. Still no royal. I will say this about the Horseshoe Lobby Bar. They have upped their IPA game. Mm -hmm. They had two nice IPAs on tap. Drunk, bed. <laughs> Drunk Tony is fun. <laughs> Try co-hosting with him. <laughs> 
uh, headed to Palace Station, or excuse me, on Tuesday, headed to Palace Station for breakfast in Ultimate Texas Hold'em, then on to Santa Fe Station and had some Starbucks and three-card poker. Needed chips from Resorts World and Circus Circus. I played some 6-5 blackjack at Resorts World and some $5 Ultimate Texas Hold'em at Circus Circus. You know, you would think it would be a short walk from Resorts World to Circus Circus. Not so much. No, it isn't. It's not as short as you'd think it is. Mm-hmm. In the Uber, fuck F1, on the way back from the sh- <laughs> to the shoe, I found out the host would not be making it to the brewery call. That did not stop me and Matt. We headed to Hop Nuts to see if That's anyone awesome. else would show up. Between the afternoon drinking by many of the participants and the rain, no one else showed up. We continued on with the hashtag two-man brewery call. Oh, crawl. Crawl. Thank you for that. I, again, we apologize. It just... We were not in any condition to uh, to make it down for that. So mm-hmm. thank thank you for representing and, and being the brave two-man crew out there. After the rain stopped, we headed to Abel Baker on the way to the Strat. Got to the Strat and apparently missed some epic rolls at the craps table. Chip racks were full of black and purple. They said they hit the all-tall small three times. Wow. Yeah. I don't think that was any of our guys, was it? I don't know. We played some video poker, drank some bad beer, and decided to end the two-man brewery crawl there. Went back to the shoe for late-night video poker. Still no royal. <laughs> hey, I, it took me a long time to get my first one, at Tim, so I, I, I feel your pain. Early flight out on Wednesday. I had a great time. Thanks for hosting, Tim. Thanks, Tim. That was a great email. Yeah. Love that recap. Yeah, I agreed. F1 can fuck it. <laughs> or suck it. Or I think, I think any, any of the locals agree with that. But I'm still mildly interested in the race. I just don't like how we've all been boxed Guess out. Guess what? We can watch it on TV. Yeah, right. Yeah. That's right. <laughs> Unless it's blacked out in our area. Right. They, got, they, have, like, they have like a spotlight shining right in our... No. No, you can't watch this on TV. <laughs> well, no. I mean, like like they do on the... Uh, on certain NFL like stuff Yeah, like NFL games, sports. baseball yeah. games. You know, certain things, they'll black it out locally. So if you're not there, you're just kind of hosed. But, right. Um, I'm sure they'll have a sellout, so I don't think that that, that would be an issue. Yeah, well, I think that's going to do it for episode 453. Thank you all for listening and downloading. We really do appreciate it. If you'd like to check out any of the stories on today's show, you can do so on the blog at 360vegaspodcast.com. Get premium and exclusive content when you subscribe to our show at patreon.com slash 360vegas and get 360vegas shirts, mugs and anything else we can slap a logo on at zazzle.com slash 360vegas now if you'd like to send in some feedback like our friend tim kennedy did you can do so at 360vegaspodcast at gmail.com josh where can people find you i am at vegas jdubs karen i am at 360 vegas karen he just told you where you can find me so until next time